Hello there, nerds, and welcome to Crit Chat, where a group of DMs get together every other week and discuss the important things in life, like what we're gonna name my giant lizard. Uh, I've got a big lizard. Uh, it's a lizard. It's so big. You, it's so big. You put a, it's like a wall lizard. It's not a real lizard. I feel like that's important, but it's like a wall hanging because I'm an adult and I can have whatever I want on my walls. And what I wanted was a big lizard. So what should I call my lizard? Jerome. Jerome is very good. Lola. Lola? Do I need to, I might need to get mm. another so I can have a Lola and a Jerome. Liz. Liz. Birdie. What about Sal? Sal is also good. But Sal, confusing, because is a gecko. Is specifically a gecko. Is gecko. But I do, I do like the idea that you do say his name is Sal, and people are like, oh, like Salamander. And then you look them dead in the eyes, and you go, no, it's a fucking gecko. And like, kind that's of like exactly. a Ravenclaw. <laughs> It's an eagle. <laughs> I might mm-hmm. I might have to put a, a poll up on, on the Twitter to say, so l- if you're listening to this episode, please go onto our Twitter and vote for what my my uh, wall lizard should be called. I'll put up a picture of the wall lizard as well. Uh, my girlfriend's just going to have to deal with the fact that we've named the lizard. <laughs> she doesn't have a say in it, so that's good. Uh, this week we have with us a Chase Greenlee. Hello, hello. We also have with us Emily Kuklinski. Hello, howdy. We have Caillou. Hello, everybody. And we have me as your host, Ismay Hutton. And this week, we're talking about the druid class. And I'm excited because I like me a druids. I love me a druids, friends. So uh, let's mm-hmm. let's do a let's do a little uh, thing of like what why everyone likes druids. Where is my D4? Non-existent again. Cool. Wake me up. D4, you go, go. Oh, Emily? Trademark that one, baby. I have a D4. Oh, can you roll Do you a want D4? me to roll yeah, it for you? Yeah, please roll a D4 for me. Four. That's you! That's me! <laughs> All right. So why do you like druids? What's what? What's your experience with druids? Uh, I, I asked why you like druids. You might fucking hate druids. You might be on this because you're like, let me tell you why I fucking hate druids. I, I love a druid. Um, I, I have not had the opportunity to play one myself. That's actually, I'm looking at that as going to be my next character that I'm going to be rolling up is going to be a druid. Um, but I have incredible experience with a druid because I have, uh, had one on my uh, podcast and other path, uh, since like with the, the first couple of episodes, I forget if he started off with that level of druid or not. Either way, it's a circle of the moon druid in Dungeons and Dragons, which means he can turn into an animal in three seconds, which is the most wild thing. That... Most wild shaped thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, a bonus shape. action. <laughs> he can do that and still attack. Druids are are very cool, very fun. They're also super flexible. Whatever you actually want to be playing, like they are a really good fill class because you can uh, do whatever you want. If you want to focus on healing, you can do that. If you want to focus on combat, you can do that. If you just want to be a spell slinger boy, you can do that too. There is nothing they can't do and they will rule us all one day. <laughs> I can't dispute that, so I'm going to take it as gospel truth. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Chase, can you roll the d4 for me again so we can see who of goes Of course. Up? Thank you, Chase. You're welcome, too. That's Kai. Kai. Oh, wait, I don't have to whisper that one. Kai. Oh, that's me. Kai with the die. <laughs> Emily, you're on, well, not really fire. What's like kind of like lukewarm fire? I'm on a roll. Oh, Christ. Emily, get off the call. <laughs> Like an ethanol fire, maybe? <laughs> you know? That doesn't burn nearly as hot. And it's invisible, too. Wait, what is this? Which makes it really what dangerous. What is this invisible not fire? An, eth- an ethanol fire, when ethanol's lit. 
Do I have to? F- it doesn't burn nearly as hot, and is you that, can't see. Is that it. the one where you so, when, that you do when you like light your hand on fire and high five your friend? What What's that one? Maybe I'm not sure. What that that one was is. my favorite one. But like, it's it's really dangerous. Like, because uh, back in the eighties, on like racetracks, they would like fill the cars with ethanol because that's what the fuel what? was. And the sort of thing that would happen is people would catch fire, yeah. and then mm. nobody could see the fire, and because they're wearing like asbestos suits because they're race car drivers they wouldn't feel the fire um for a while what the fuck? until they got really big yeah it's it, it was a dangerous time kai sometimes you tell me facts and i'm like wow that's interesting this one i don't i i feel like we've got some like that's some like spell casting bullshit that's some like that's some hot garbage and it scares me very much uh oh i'm thinking of paraffin apparently it's the high five of friends yeah because like they would set up like thermal cam- Cameras, and it'd be somebody's job to watch thermal cameras to, s- to see if people are catching fire Horrifying. Or not. A horrifying thing. Hashtag Hunger Games. <laughs> what? What? You said catching fire. I anyway. got, I got, I, it took me a fucking second. I so knife. I think I went on a bit of a tangent there. Thinking Sorry, back on did, Emily, did you, you want me to... I have a knife? Sorry. I do. <laughs> no, Emily. What? Well, what? <laughs> Sorry. Emily, Emily has a knife. Really quietly went, I have a knife. And then Kai started <laughs> speaking. I was like, no, 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 no. We, I'm sorry, Kai. You have to shut up for a second. I, Emily's just like staring at her knife. Like, it's very precious. She's sitting quietly. I didn't hear Is her. that a little sting? It is. It's very cute. Uh, I bought it for a friend of mine. I'm going to give it to her. I bought it on Etsy. I, it's handmade. Anyway, Kai, after I got spirit of Emily having a knife, which she definitely shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> why True. do you like druids slash don't like druids or d- druids? I was going to say the animal thing. The animal. Um, I like all of their, uh, I like all of their elemental magic. Mm. Um, I'm now imagining a druid which like shoots invisible fire at people now, um, which that'd be pretty rad. Oh, what about like a petroleum druid that like is all about oil in the ground and all that? Oh, like, are they like big business trying to sell oil or are they like protect the oil that stays in the earth? I think they I think they're just about setting people on fire by covering them in oil. <laughs> Neither. Uh-huh. Option C. They just got a thing. It's got a thing. We all have our hobbies. <laughs> No, arson isn't a hobby, Chase. I don't know. I feel like I need you to know this. Arson's a hobby until you get caught. Until you get fired. (laughs) Chase, please roll the dice. Oh, boy. I have rolled a two again. Would you like me to re-roll? Uh, no, I'll say that's me because it's uh, it is me. I like druids. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know. I really like druids. We are after this gonna t- maybe talk a little bit about how I am not convinced anyone has ever played something that's not a circle of the moon druid. I'm not convinced that that has ever happened. But yeah, like they're they're really cool. Like it's very, again, it's one of those ones that comes kind of naturally with a bit of a backstory to it. If you don't want to think about it too hard, you're just like, oh yeah, you're just like a weird person of the forest. Don't, hey, don't question it too much. It's fine. But there's a lot of like fun stuff you can do with it. And I, I had a very good time. I think I've talked about her before. Uh, The time that I played a druid was very good to me because I I made, her a dragonborn that lived high high in the mountains and she was like the only druid for like a long time and they're like wow that's really special we don't really have druids go down into like the grasslands so that you can see things she's like sure and then she got down there and she's like wow i hate nature it's really nasty there's so much mud <laughs> and like she didn't like the good, bugs good. and like all the 
animals were a bit scary. So she just didn't like the thing she was doing. And that treated me right. So yeah, that was that was my experience with druids. And I love them very much. Last but not least, Emily Druids. <laughs> uh, funny enough is my, I, I did the same thing you did. Yeah! Uh, I play, but I played a circle of the land druid. Oh, shit. Because they're more the knowledge keepers. Nice. And so she hated that she was a druid because she hated the outdoors. Yes! <laughs> so she just like studied animals and bugs and stuff. <laughs> and she was allergic to cats. So fantastic. <laughs> like I I think that me and Emily have a very similar point of view in making characters is just make a character that is kind of useless. I love useless characters. Really fun. Hence uh and if you want to see a very useless no. character, please tune in to Half Damage and see sorry what you say completely avoid being a an active character. Don't say mean things about sorry what you say. I love her. <laughs> I do love sorry, but sorry and I are very similar in that we don't know how to be active active in our own story we like being passive and then choosing when to be active uh (laughs) there's power there there is power there uh i've always liked druids kind of for the same reason everybody else has they're just so versatile like you can decide to be like a heavy hitter you can decide to be a support person Whereas like other other classes really kind of force you into a niche, a niche. Like if you're a fighter, you kind of have to be the heavy hitter in the tank. If you want to be a wizard, you can't really be a, you can't really be on the front lines. Um, but druids just they can kind of go anywhere, and it I think it leaves a lot of room for first time players to really figure out what kind of a player they are. Because the spell list is great, you can kind of experiment with healing, you can experiment with helping other people, and you can experiment with hitting things. So uh, I think that's why I like them. I've never played them though because uh, well I played them once in that one situation I just told you about, but usually I do the other things because I I don't really branch out very much. <laughs> Look, we all have our classes that we. Yeah. Main. Like yeah. there's, there's something to be said for that. I've done pretty well mm. so far in Dungeons and Dragons in that, like, because I normally DM, so I don't get to play that much. But I have so far not done the same class twice. I have done <laughs> one class twice, and that was Bard. Oh, wow. and that was because Bard is another one that can go a lot you of can different do ways. With Bard. I feel like I've only played like gunslingers, clerics, and wizards. If if you had asked me before saying it, I would have put any. Any money on that. I would put all the money in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so, okay, moving on to... Uh... The point that I brought up, I like. I know, I know that it was immediately refuted with uh, Emily having played Circle of Land, and to be honest, the the druid that I played was a, like, uh, well, yeah, land mountains motherfucker, uh, not Circle of the Moon. However, <laughs> everyone do moon. <laughs> everyone do moon. I feel like I feel like everyone plays Circle of the Moon unless you find those people who mm-hmm. like to be deliberately contrary, and then they're the ones who play land. Yes. And then there's the people who like to be edgy and they play Spore. And then there's the annoying min-maxers who choose Shepard just to be annoying. Or they are new people yeah. and they like the idea of just making their own ads. Mm-hmm. That was because I, when I was running a, uh, a D&D class, we had one day where we just like made characters and played D&D. 
and the one kid who rolled up a druid did pick Circle of the Shepherd as his first class. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, bruh, you sure? Like, that's a lot to man. Okay, I'm not here to tell you no. Like, it's a very yes and, but what about, ooh, yeah. goodness. Maybe fighter? Yeah. Maybe fighter. <laughs> the druid <laughs> class, I, generally. Could I interest you in a champion fighter? Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Is that uh, Circle of the Moon is the cooler one. Circle of the Land isn't yeah, that Yeah, it's cool. not. Oh, there's a reason people choose Moon. <laughs> and also, anything that has Moon associated with it, I think most people just gravitate towards. Because anytime you're like, the Moon, it's like, oh yeah, I love that aesthetic. Maybe maybe I'm just one of those people who's deliberately contrary, but... What? <laughs> Like, after you see, like, somebody take Circle of the Moon for the 1,000th time, like, land looks pretty fucking rad, you know? Yeah, like, the land one I don't think looks particularly cool in general. Like, when I when I was choosing it, I was like, but I would kind of like to do Circle of the Moon because it's inherently just better just in the thing because like you're an unkillable machine you just turn into something that's got one billion hit points and then you're just like kill you through those and then you're like oh i'm back again what if i just turned back into it and then you just turn back into <laughs> it then you're unkillable so like <laughs> like in terms of like optimization and circle of the moon it's a very popular choice um it starts off really really powerful at like <clears throat> at second level when you take it you're probably the most powerful oh, tank yeah. in the game it does peter out in later levels compared to other classes. They sort of... You can get, like, better tanks than barbarians and fighters in the end. And well, unless you hit 20th level. <laughs> and then... Counterpoint, though. Pair druid with barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rage persists across. So you're having those hit... Or you're effectively doubling... Monster, uh, you know, whatever creature you're turning into is hit points. Because in Rage, you're taking half damage from non- Yeah. Yeah, a a popular build is the Barbarian, where you take total of the Bear Barbarian. While you're raging, you have effectively resistance to pretty much everything. Then you, of course, you have to transform into a bear, of course. (laughs) Obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. Like, like, it feels- broken as hell like it does it like obviously like Mm. it it does balance out and like i've never been in a game where it's felt endlessly broken but just thinking about it you're like no you've got like five times the amount of hit points as everyone else because you can just be a thing you just be a thing and then you're just not the thing anymore and you're fine shut up you're what shut up (laughs) wild shapes do have one particular weakness too which i think is interesting Mm -hmm. Um, and that's that, like, any effect that instantly kills when it reduces you to zero hit points, if you reduce the wild shape form to zero hit points, the druid is dead. Oh, really? Stuff oh. like disintegrate and power oh, kill, right. because the creature has hit zero hit points, and then that triggers death, instant death, towards dead, straight away. Like that. I guess my druids are going to have to watch out a little bit more now. That's fun. Yeah, I'm also no, learning just, a lot. <laughs> it's <laughs> a nice thing to know that one as a DM. Yeah. Interesting. It's a good that option is, to have. Um, also, I believe... Um, Effectively, the um, Wizards of the Coast approved method for easily killing a Tarasque as well. You transform it, you you work through its legendary resistances, transform it into, like, a bunny, and then finger of death the bunny. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like that you finger the bunny. Yeah, that don't makes finger me the feel... bunny. No. De- Would you prefer a turtle? Yes! No! Why? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't want to finger <laughs> any animals. Thank you very much. I may be. We may be talking druids, but we gotta drop the line somewhere. Emily. Emily brings up a very good point. Uh, druids. 
good at a furry convention? <laughs> good. Everyone's best friend at the furry convention? Too good. Too good. Too good. Yeah. Too good. Oh my Maybe god. Like, no, you want more you want a polymorph situation at the at, at that. A druid? Maybe a disguise self, alter self. Alter self. <laughs> alter self. <laughs> A, like, dru- a furry's manager is probably called a druid. <laughs> oh, God. Have you met my druid? Yes, oh, Moonshine, God. I have. I also like their manager. Why do they have a manager? Is their job Wait, furry? I just, you know how like, uh... <laughs> yeah. And like, gotcha. to regale us with your knowledge of furries. I'm in the car. Well, I like to, th- I, I like, I like to, um, because they're animals and animals have like classes with groups and, and stuff. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think that a fur- furry's manager is, is called a, a druid. Okay. I, uh, like, um, but like a murder of crows is like a bunch of crows. And, um, Where is this going? by using the transitive property minus two, I think that's how we can make <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm in a master's program. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pitch story ideas to very rich people one day, and we're gonna talk about. So, Emily, this new show you have about furries. Um, what do you do? You have an idea for like who the manager should be? And I'm like, yeah, true. Me- Can you explain me- that? Uh, no. <laughs> So was your furry show a sitcom or a drama? Ooh, very important. Um, okay, I want it to be a drama in the same way that Cats the movie the musical was a drama. For fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> I think that is the best. I feel so mean. I, I love the furry community. I think they're great. I wish I also had a lot of money to throw at my ideas. And I, <laughs> I, I admire your budgeting skills and your artistic ability because I have neither. With that all being said, I don't know where I was going next. Hello there, nerds, and welcome back to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host, Iz Mayhutton. Hope that you're enjoying the episode, kind of, about druids. It's mostly about druids. Look, give us this one. This this one's a gimme. Come on. Uh, Thank you all for coming along and listening to this episode. I hope that you very much enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to go over all the middle of the podcast break stuff, which first is all of our social media. It really helps us out. If you follow us on all the social media, it lets us know that you're out there. It also keeps you up to date with all the things that we're doing. And you also get good pictures of the things that we need you to visualize, Uh, like you later on in the show, there is something that you definitely need to see. If you want to see that, you can go over to all of our social medias. That is us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, you can just search Crit Chat and you will find both of those there. You can like our pages and our user user on whatever. Just like us. Like us on all the places. You can also find them on our Discord if you go down to the description of wherever you're listening to this and find the link to that there. It also really helps us out if you share our show from there. So like we, we put up when there's a new episode and if you can just share people around that would be good you can also tag us in things so if people are looking for advice you can be like hey at crit chat gives advice on dungeons and dragons maybe they've got an episode for you 
you and yeah, just generally tell your friends to to give us a listen. That really helps us out uh, more than anything else in this world. It, yeah, it makes other people listen to the show, which we very much enjoy. We want to be able to help as many people as possible and get as many people into the into this little friendship fold as we can. If you have already, you know, told everyone that you ever know and ever has enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons about us, and you still want to help us out, thank you very much for doing the previous thing, and thank you ever more if you're doing the other thing as well. You can do that by helping us out in a money's way on our Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash critchat, all one word, then you can kick in as little as a dollar a month and it really helps us out. Like we we don't, we need uh, money to keep this show alive on all the platforms that it has to go up on. Uh, and sometimes people need l- equipment fixes and that. And it really helps us out if you can help out in that way. As I say, as little as a dollar a month really goes a really long way. Uh, and you can check out the different levels and see what you can get if you want to kick in a bit more money. Again, that is on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash critchat. If you've forgotten all of these links already, you can go to our website at critchatpodcast.com where you can find the links to everything that you could possibly want all in one nice little place. It's also a fun little website because it gives you some insight into, you know, the, 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 the faces behind the voices. You can see all of our beautiful faces and imagine these beautiful voices coming out of these beautiful faces and it's so good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you fucking enjoy that good shit. I will let you get back to the episode now and have a very bountiful harvest day. Is that Druid thing? Whatever. Just listen to the episode. I forgot that we were doing the things on Druids. We talked about furries a lot, but I look, I think my point still stands. Druids are like the ultimate furries, I think. That was the beginning and the end of my thought, but there we are. Uh, we should go through all of the subclasses of Druid. Do we want to put them on like S tier kind of stuff? Do we want to do that? Ooh, I like I mean, that. Should we have been doing that from the start? I think so. <laughs> Shush! <laughs> Look, it's never too. <laughs> it's never too late. Let's do this. All right. First up, we have the Circle of Dreams. I have. Never seen anybody play Circle of Dreams. Right? Not like, once. But it looks kind of nice. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, it just and looks I, like, good. I've run, like, a lot of, like, Adventures League games, which get, like, lots of people coming through with all sorts of weird classes. I've never seen Circle of the Dreams played. That's wild. Because, like, it looks nice. Like, because it's very, it's very about, like, you know, the Feywild and very, yeah. Like, second level, you get Balm of the Summer Court, which gives, like, the healings, nice healings for people. It gives you a little healing font. Got Hearth of Moonlight and Shadow at sixth level. You just got, like, a nice little campsite area in that one. It's like, yeah. yeah. Wait, during a short or long rest, you invoke the shadowy power of the Glooming Court. The Glooming Court to guard your respite. So you just have, like, a nice little place to hide. You just get a nice little, like, sleepy place. That one, I'm not gonna lie, that's a kind of shitty six-level thing, but all right. Yeah, hit it. Okay, never mind. At tenth level, as a bonus action, you can teleport up to 60 feet. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Or or you can use your action to teleport a willing creature up to 30 feet. You just teleport. You've just got teleportation things. I've never known of that class. Sorry, I'm just... You can teleport at tenth level. Nobody's ever played it. What the fuck? And you can use... Okay, and like you're you're a druid, so 
it's like it's very wisdom based anyway you can use the feature a number of times equal to your wisdom mod it's you that's a, like that's a pro, that's a good amount of times that you can just teleport by level that's 10 level, that should yeah. be right? at least three or four Christ, probably yeah, five, five. Four or five. Jesus May, hopefully five okay well that you know what and then you can uh, then you can use dream or teleportation circle without getting any of the material components you just make teleports you just teleport okay well never mind this is a fucking circle of the bamf circle of the bamf nice if you get the circle of spores which is just little dirty boys i don't know what to tell you they're just little dirty boys friends played in a game where somebody else played the circle of spores and they didn't know the rules or were like willfully ignoring them potentially uh-huh. so it was very broken but i've heard that it's very like it's it's very weak from other people so i really couldn't tell you yeah like you get second level you get to send some nasty little spores on people they do some damages you can make zombies sorry you can make zombies sorry yeah you make zombies you in- oh sixth level you the spores gain the ability to infest a corpse and animate it Okie smokies. I can heck with that. I can make zombies. It's like if you just want a little, a dash of necromancer yeah, like in there, you, then sure. If you want to be like a bit of a necromancer, but you want him to be like nasty, you know? You want him to look real mm. bad. Mm-hmm. You want a real Radagast the Brown feel <laughs> to it. Or like uh, cordyceps, you know? Like uh, those those funguses that like infect the minds of insects yeah. and make them like mm. climb Aww. up trees and then they sprout spores and Aww, like those, spread those, the Spread the fungus. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. But that, but like, for people, you know? So yeah, you could be, okay, yeah. If you want to be like real nasty, fungus boy, little fungus friends. Then you got Circle of the Land, which we've talked a little about. Yeah, because, okay, I don't find Circle of the Land particularly interesting. Like, it, it's a good kind of one to go if you want to be like, no, I'm not going to do Circle of the Moon. You can get your spell slots back a little bit. You get access to some extra spells depending on what kind of land you're from. I think like- Get an extra, extra cantrip, never mad about that. Yeah, yeah. I think Circle of the Land is sort of like your druid's druid, you know? It's the most default sort of one. I think that's why you probably hate it a lot. Yeah, they're kind of very... <laughs> like, I, I give I give Circle of Land a hot shrug emoji out of ten. Hmm. But that's not an S. I think, like, but... if you just want to be, like, a spellcaster who, like, does nature magic, Circle of yeah. Land's the one, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, if you want to be an archaeologist or something. <laughs> like, if, if you want to be more of a study boy, you don't want to dedicate to a wizard spell book, but you still want to be booky. Yeah. Hmm. This feels like yeah, boy. Well, not like, even just bookie. Just like you, your your idea of a druid is a spellcaster, not someone who turns into animals. And then for a lot yeah. of people, that's what it's yeah, like. Yeah. If you've never played World of Warcraft, for example, yeah, I think that's one of the things I was thinking about. Like going to like this episode is just like the narrative of like what the druid class is isn't particularly well defined. Not not, not not that it's not well defined in the book, but just in pop culture generally. Because yeah. there's all sorts of like origins for the druid. There's the historical example of the druid is a religious caste of people uh, in, in Celtic society. And they are priests for gods. They are effectively... If we were to translate those into D&D terms, they'd probably be nature clerics. Yeah. But they're sort of seen as different gods because... Strange and alien gods because... The Romans are the ones who are writing about it, and we don't have their own writings, so they're weird Hashtag, we miss you, Alexandria Library. And that's only, like, further reinforced, like, in the medieval period, when um, 
there are a whole bunch of legends about druids that would like continue that like the idea that they were anti-christian and it's that whole pagan versus christianity sort of thing yeah. which you can kind of you can see those sort of like uh tendencies in like early D&D where the clerics are very much like christian like templar type things and the the druids are those those pagan worshippers i mean some clerics even like just literally had christian iconography on them in the art really yeah it's pretty weird <laughs> That's back. wild okay i would love the tension between a cleric and a druid like if <laughs> Like, the cleric's like, you must join my institutionalized religion. And the druids are like, fuck you, England. I mean, mm. the cleric. <laughs> but yeah, I'd like to see um, I'd like to see more people play dru- uh, druids who actually worship old gods, you know? Yeah. Like, cool. it's not just like, they're not just working for like, the no- like the notion of nature. But like, no, there's there's an entity. It's yeah. strange and kind of distant, but it's it speaks through the trees cool. and all that sort of stuff. I'd be into that. Uh, Circle of the Moon. We've already talked a thousand times about Circle of the Moon. Just be be big animal. Be be bigger animal. Be fly and swim animal faster. Don't worry about anything. Bigger, better bear. Okay. Circle of the Shepherd. I literally, I don't know if I know sweet shit about Circle of the Shepherd, but y'all were talking about it. What's Circle of the Shepherd all this about? This is the summoner one. You don't get any extra summoning spells, but when you cast summon spells, your creatures appear with like temporary hit points, and I think their attacks are magical and all that sort of stuff. So it incentivizes you to summon creatures. So you just and of course, just like make you have an army around you. That's fine. That's the bane to many DMs who find summoners like difficult to deal with. You also, uh, you do get starting at second level. You do get a spirit totem, which is a spirit, you know, a, mm-hmm. a spirit. That appears around you, so you do get at least like that extra summon. And and the, depending on what form you make it choose, there are three. Uh, your options for there are three. There's a bear, uh-huh. there's a hawk, and then there's a motherfucking unicorn. Then a fucking which unicorn. I which I feel like is really unfair to either the unicorn or the bear and the hawk. Yeah, like. <laughs> Because, like, look, like, I know that, that all of the world's inherently magical and you are in yourself a magical being as a druid, but there, you can't tell me that there's not still in this world a difference between a bear, a hawk, and a unicorn. It's still a unicorn. Like... Yeah, I mean... So, <laughs> unicorns are, like, like I, sentient and heal people. Like, hawks don't I, do that. Oh, my God. That's so wild. So, okay, so yeah, you get your little spirit. That's cute. Circle of the buddy. Circle of the having a little friend with you. Uh, and then we've got some Unearthed Arcana ones that I know sweet fuck nothing about. But, like, I think I, I vaguely looked over them a little while ago. So you got Circle of the Stars. That's, I guess, starlight-based, just looking at stars and shit. The second level, it says yeah, you've created like, a star map as you as part of your study of the heavens. That's cute. It's like about like the constellations in the sky, and you take a particular constellation and like 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 a star sign almost, and channel that power. Is this a star sign girl? Is this a star sign girl? As a fucking All right, her name class? is Zodia. Yeah, her name is Zodia. Zodia. Look, mm-hmm. I'm ver- I, like I might I can't remember if I told this story or not before. Um, but I look. Do do what you want. If you like star signs, that's 
fucking great. I have a problem with star sign people in that I, my fucking, um, my roommate that I lived with for my, my final year of university was very much a star sign girl. And we were having like, just like a really, you know, we're having like a roommate's night where I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm like, honestly, like my depression's really bad right now. I'm just, I'm, it's really, you know, I'm struggling oh, a no. lot these days. She's like, oh, no. well, that makes sense because you know, Venus right now, I'll tell you, Venus, you're a Leo, right? And Venus for Leo right now is like, if you tell me one more thing about star signs, what I'm telling you about my depression, I am going to throw you out the window. Um. So when I was in college, I, uh, I was dating somebody who was rooming with a star sign mm-hmm. person to the point where they had tattooed Sagittarius on their arm. All right. Um, I can't speak shit i've got a tarot card on my arm so i'm like i can i'm in the glassiest of houses my friends <laughs> yes but okay but no but here's the thing um tarot the major arcana isn't going anywhere and round about 2007 2008 um the scientists came out and said hey by the way um star signs changed i loved that um, that was yeah. my favorite thing in the world yep. oh it made me and laugh. suddenly her her sagittarius was no longer supposedly technically I think I everybody understand. actually collectively chose to ignore yeah. that they changed it I'm not sure if you can do that but they did but there was this moment where you know I was doing long distance with uh, with that girlfriend at the time and she sent me this article over Facebook it was like Chase she's freaking out <laughs> she's losing her goddamn mind she's so angry oh my god like, which on like- one hand which is terrible for her, but also is very funny. <laughs> it's a little it changed because they like adjusted it for the ca- like all the calendar changes over the centuries. Yeah, yeah. I I I think it was also that, but also like you know, very slight planetary adrift as well. Oh, like okay. we're moving, we don't feel it, but we're moving, well, yeah. and everything else is. moving. I think also like sometime when I was in college, they said that they had to adjust one like two signs because they actually kind of mm-hmm. converged a little mm. bit and so they're like okay if you were born on this date you can choose between isn't it isn't it based off like calendar months though like has it, like, it is I don't... based off of calendar months but like where the stars are like whatever one month. is oh, yeah okay. in that month whatever one is most prominent i believe oh, i am right. talking a because lot of bullshit different months of the year depending on where you are like taurus becomes like I but don't it's know. actually based about yeah. Based on the star's position okay. in the sky. Okay, I, yeah. I yes. know, again, very little, but I am fascinated by it. I think it's a cool yeah. thing to enjoy, but it's also oh, at the yeah. same time when people are like, so what's your rising? And I'm like, oh, um, piss off if I know. Right about 8, 8.30? <laughs> yeah, like uh, 6, 6 a.m. I talk a lot of shit about star signs for someone who, like, anytime there's a star sign thing that comes up, be like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. <laughs> like, like, I'm a very, I'm a big, big bitch believer in any time that I look at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like, look, hey, I see myself in that. But anytime it's mean about my star sign, I'm like, star signs are bullshit anyway. So you can't be mean. <laughs> you don't know who I am. So you know fun. what? Look. You know what fictional character would be of the cir- circle of the stars? Yes, hmm. Javert. Uh, Javert. Swears by the stars. Stars. <laughs> They're in the darkness. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it. But then, oh you know, God. he kills himself at the end because he can't handle the stars. So it's oh, like... Can't. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Spoiler for fucking... It's for been out since, like, forever. It's okay. I actually... Like, 
don't know what story we're talking about, so... Les Mis, written by Victor Hugo. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, sure. uh, Stars, I guess you're just... If you want to be a star sign, motherfucker, I don't know what Circle of... No, I read up on Circle of Wildfire. It's essentially like, fuck your nature. (laughs) It's the Circle of Arson. Circle of Wildfire annoys me, and it's for an entirely petty reason. Ah. I... I was making a like a homebrew druid subclass, uh, and it was called like the Circle of Disaster, and it was like, oh, like that disaster druid, basically. And then like less than a week later, after I started doing that, like that UA dropped. I'm like, well, fuck You're this. like, well, <laughs> that's such a fucking like. And it's just like you put all the effort in. I mean, I didn't like. I made like two features. I didn't finish it. <laughs> all the effort. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks. Okay. Now it's time for who in the real world would be a druid? Who was the first one that we had? We had J- Jenny Nicholson. Jenny Nicholson. Jenny Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every chia pet is a druid. Every, Every chia, chia pet. Is. At the very least, is a druid summon. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyone who ever, I, I like this anyone. I like this anyone thing that we've now got because anyone who uh, ever was like really into neopets, like, yes, <laughs> really into neopets again was me. So. Um, mm-hmm. All the plant moms. Shout out. Shout out to my homegirls. I think I I might be narrow casting here, but like, (laughs) what about Costa from Gardening Australia? Um, sorry, go for that one again, and I, yeah. wait, I'm gonna Google and pretend I know really fast. So say that again. Costa from the show Gardening Australia. Costa, TV show. Like, I'm sure you've all like, seen it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah yes. uh, absolutely. Oh no, I'm looking at this person now. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh yeah, right? that's true. You're everything right? to me. Yeah. Oh my god, this is a gnomish <sighs> fucking uh, druid. This is a gnomish druid if ever I've seen one. Like, what are you? T- the one with the the one with the chicken on his head. Yeah. Uh, Wait, hey, what? hey Kai, what religion did he start? Real uh, quick. <laughs> I don't. Oh. I, I might be. I might be obsessed right? with this man. He's got everything that I I look for in someone that I want to talk to. Hair, beard, just a big smile that I don't think ever is not smile. Wearing a chicken on head sometimes. I love the chicken head picture. He's got a Travis McElroy smile. That big open mouth. Okay, yeah, he's a druid and um, I'm low-key a little in love with him. I really like this image where he's like dressed up nicely for his like award ceremony, but he still looks... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still got like flowers in his beard and like all of that. Yeah, yeah, he's like he, he's like little little fancy boy, but also not fancy boy. And I do like that. Mm. Oh, I like this boy. Okay, I I feel like I know everything about this boy without knowing a single thing about him, and he has a hundred percent a druid, and I love him very much. Sold. Anyone else? Us. Uh, and this uh, this may be narrow casting to the United States here, <laughs> but I, summer camp ca- summer camp counselors are either <laughs> yes. rangers or druids. Yes. It's yeah. one or the other, maybe multi-classed both, but you gotta have, <laughs> and super narrow casting, if you grew up, literally grew up on a summer camp like I did, oh, yeah. that is in your blood and you can't get it out, get out of there. I like- my dad worked on a summer camp and <sighs> whenever I get in the woods, I turn into something else and everybody <laughs> looks at me like I have a third head. I love that. I like I like how much like summer camp knowledge I have uh because of Crit Chat. Like obviously because <laughs> oh, sure. strangely enough in Scotland uh they don't really have a lot of summered camps. No. Yeah, a country that doesn't have summer, right? Yeah. Well the the 
one of the camps that I lived on, actually the camp I lived on in my adult life, um, about half of our summer camp staff was from the UK because really, y'all Chase, don't have it over there. So we just <laughs> ship them in. Chase, I really enjoy the sentence, one of the summer camps I lived on. <laughs> I. So when I was growing up, I lived on one. And then my first like big kid job out of college was on a different one in the middle of the Catskills in New York. Sorry, I'm just been dealing with the fact that fucking Emily has just sent me a picture of Costa from Gardening Australia that she says, love your apples, mate. And I'm just sound anything like that whatsoever. <laughs> you guys want to hear my Kai impression? I'm Aussie. How are you? It sounds exact. Look, word for word, syllable for syllable. This is not at all it's- like what happens anytime that I hear anyone doing an accent for a dwarf. <laughs> it, it was weird because like, I wasn't talking, but I heard my own voice. It's like... isn't there a druid which is really good at hitting things with a sword yeah they need because to be like bulbasaur and have leaf blade like oh, there is right? there Razor is leaf. a vine whip spell oh yeah there mm. is vine whip but like but like they, they used to be like druids which were like like the druid of a scimitar and a shield we used to be like a big archetype in fantasy role-playing games doesn't exist anymore just thought I'd bring that up. I think it's they weird. may have given some of that cloud over to uh, to clerics, because clerics yeah, are much more punchy than they used to be. Mm. I still think there's room for, like, a warrior-esque, warrior-esque so, like, subclass droid. Circle of the Sun. Sur- actual, there it is. That's what it's called. <laughs> Emily's laughing, and I think she's sending me more things. <laughs> no, I just posted sh- it on the... <laughs> just post- I made it 3D on the crit chat page for us. <laughs> And I didn't know what was gonna happen. And it was so great. <laughs> oh God, okay, hang on. I'm... That's <laughs> it's an audio medium. Oh God, that is very good. I mean, I, like, oh, this is wild. This is the wildest thing that I've seen. I'm just playing with it now. So uh, we, I will put this up everywhere so people can see this fucking superb picture of Ultimate Druid Costa, <laughs> who I knew of before this moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, let's go over our plugs. Uh, Chase, do you have things you want to plug? Uh, I've been Chase. You can find me on Twitter at TQ Loudly. You can find me as the GM of D&D Actual Play Podcast, Another Path. You can find me as a player on Cypher System Actual Play Imprinted Echoes. Uh, you can also find me as the Mostly Quiet Producer on Shakespeare. Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, not yet, but I do 
you have something in the works. So uh, that, and then um, I also do half damage. I'm the I'm the voice of sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Yay! And Kai, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been involved in another podcast network called The Sinister Parent Company, um, and they do all sorts of great shows. I'm on some of them, and I'm not on others. Uh, you should listen to the ones I'm not on, Lois, because they're the best. Um, shows like Good Idea, which is really good, um, <laughs> and uh, and um, Shadow Worlds RPG, and War for the Tower, which is switching over to streaming soon. And you'll be able to catch us on Twitch at some point. Uh, and so, yeah, if you want to come uh, watch a a Dark Tower RPG game uh, starring me and some other people who I have never seen or read or absorbed any of the Dark Tower adaptions. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, if you uh, want to find me, you can find me everywhere at A Teacup Gamer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram and mostly on Twitch. I play games on Twitch. Most every day uh, at twitch.tv forward slash a teacup gamer. I just finished up playing Sayonara Wild Hearts, which uh, was just a fantastic game. And now I'm attempting to play Celeste, which I'm very bad at, but apparently some people think that's funny to watch me constantly fail and have just like little breakdowns about it, but like in like a cute way, you know, like a cute breakdown. Uh, <laughs> so if that interests you or any other games just watching me do my damn thing, uh, that's twitch.tv forward slash a teacup gamer. If you want to find Crit Chat, you can find us on iTunes by searching Crit Chat and Podcast and leave us a five-star review for this five-star show or find us on like Spotify and all the best podcast apps out there every other Saturday. Until then, I have been Ismay. I've been Chase. I've been Emily. And I've been Kai. <laughs> You've been listening to Crit Chat. See you later, nerds. Goodbye. 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 Oh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs>